there, this is Melody Thuston Cowan, and you are listening to a word from the Tabernacle. This past Sunday, Bishop Thuston reminded us of, oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Isn't that such good news? That we have a friend in the Savior. Well, we pray that this word inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective in God's moving in your life. Thank you for joining. Now let's go in and listen to the word. associate with the season of Lent. Just a few weeks before the stripes were placed on the Lord's back and before he suffered and died on the cross. Verse 11, 11 and 11. You got it? Jesus said these things and after that He said unto them, Our friend Lazarus is sleeping, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. His disciples said, Lord, if he sleep, he's doing well. Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of him taking a nap. Rest in sleep. Jesus said unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. It's interesting this term that Jesus uses in describing Lazarus that we seldom hear explicitly used. Our friend. In verse 11, he said unto them, Our friend, Lazarus, is gone. Our friend. There are many things that you may consider about Jesus, but don't let this week start without you being reminded he is a friend. We know he is the son of God. Co-equals with the father. They are one. We know that he is the personification of goodness, righteousness, power. We know he's the perfect human being. Nobody like him who's both God and human. Not half God, half human. That's a fable um, image of literature. And culture. He's not half God, half man. He's 100% God and 100% human. And you'll never be able to figure all that out because he is sublimely mysterious. He's in a class all by himself. Really, there is no one like Jesus. He was born in Bethlehem from the womb of a virgin. And yet he existed before creation because he was divine. He was God who became human. And he became human on our behalf. So his existence is amazing. That's an understatement. Um, He's bread for the hungry. He's water for the thirsty. You know him, don't you? Uh, He's a shelter 
in the time of storm. He's a door. He's a way out of no way. Um, he's a bridge over troubled waters. You know the story about him. He's a doctor in the sick room. He's never lost a case. He's a lawyer in the courtroom, and he's never lost a case there either. He's a captain of the Lord's host. He's a mighty warrior. In fact, he's called the battle axe. He's a rock in a weary land. I'm about to come into your neighborhood. He is a mother for the motherless. He's a father for the fatherless. I wouldn't say he's a husband, but he's certainly a companion for those that have no spouse. He is the lily. I don't know why I thought I'd have a victory by now. He's the lily of the valleys. He's the bright and morning star. Job said he is a nail in a sure place. A horse pawing in the valley. He is sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb. Do you know him? He's a heart fixer. You get in your mind and be a mind regulator. He made a way out of no way. He made the blind to see. He made the lame to walk. Uh-oh. He even made the dumb to talk. Do you know him? He's the redeemer. He's the savior. He's the, he's the, he is the consolator. He is, he is the lamb. He is the baptizer. He is a healer. And the evidence of that is he is your friend. Y'all be seated for about 10 more minutes. I'm through, and I'm going to be through. No, I can't be here too long today. There's no friend like Jesus. Don't leave. Don't, hey, hey. Hey. Okay. Okay. So all the things that you know about him, don't leave that off the list. He is your friend. Now, Brother Brown, it gets to be a little bit dicey to distinguish between you being the friend and them being a friend. So theoretically, you can be a friend to someone who's not a friend to you. Many friendships are lopsided. And you are extremely friendly to people who sometimes do not return the favor. There are friendships like that where you look after them. You check on him, but he never checks on you. You, you invite them over for the holiday. They don't never invite you over to no holiday. You, you let them use your car. They don't never let you use their car. You offer them to help them with the rent. They don't, even if they're living in the house, they don't want to help you with the rent. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you take that bad kids to school and get them out of jail. They don't never get your kid out of jail. And don't ever give them a mind. You can be a friend to somebody who's not such a friend to you. And if you measure the degree of friendship, you probably wouldn't have many. If you only went by a scale 
of how much they equal your efforts at friendship, guess what? You would probably not have many friends because most people don't have many. And if you are one, you're one of the few that that person has. Can y'all hear me? Because friendship goes beyond, it goes beyond merit. Friendship goes beyond deserving. Friendship goes beyond equal return. You can be a friend to someone who is not nearly so friendly towards you. I try to keep my private business private. I really try to keep my home life as private as possible. But I have to instruct my wife every now and then, God bless you, darling, that the biggest problem we have in our marriage is I just love her too much. Too much. And I have more love for her than she has for me. That always starts an argument. Because you can understand how, with her being a cutterman from St. Louis and all that, you can imagine how that's going to play out. When I say, I got more love, and she said, no, that ain't right. And uh, I, I, <laughs> I have too much care, too much devotion. You know what? That's not a bad way for a relationship to progress. Where you are not concerned about how much you're getting, but you're more concerned on how much you're giving. You don't look for it to be measured in the same quantity. Jesus is more of a friend to us than we could ever be to him. I'm about to give you something to praise about in that house. I'm about to give you something to put that coffee down over. Quit petting the dog. Turn the TV off. Just look at this and receive this. Jesus is such a better friend to you than you could ever be to him. And guess what? He's just fine with that. All he wants you to do is give him the praise. Why don't you praise him for really being your very best friend ever? Say that with me. Jesus has always been my very best friend. Jesus says, Lazarus, our friend, he's gone. He's our friend. He could have said this sinner. He could have said this sick guy. He could have said Mary and Martha's big brother. Some believe he was also Simon the leper because Jesus had healed him of leprosy. And we see a similar episode in Luke's gospel, but he didn't say who his mother was. He didn't describe his occupation. He didn't talk about all of the flaws and all of the failures in his life. Can y'all hear me? He didn't, he didn't talk about what school he went to. He didn't even bring up his medical record. He just said, Lazarus. I'm going to include you disciples in it. You all aren't in the league that Jesus is. But he said, we've hung out with him so many times. That was Jesus' main place to relax. In the city of Bethany, he often would go to that house and just chill. They would feed him. He would go there for meals. That's where he got anointed. He received great relaxation and great comfort 
at that home. And he would bring the disciples with him where he went. His disciples would go. But this time he says, our friend Lazarus, he's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Have you heard this song? So heavy laden and burdened down. I did not know just what to do. So I went and I prayed for strength to endure. Jesus said, be still and I will see you through. Does that sound like a friend? So Brunson said, I tried him and I know him. He'll stick closer than any brother. Oh, I tried him and I know him. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. There could never be a friend as dear to me as Jesus. Somebody say yes. Can I take the next verse of the song? So when you go through, sound like he's talking to me in these last few months. So when you go through your trials and cares, please don't look, don't look to men for they will let you down. Just remember, there is just one who will go with you till the end. His name is Jesus. My Jesus. Say, go ahead. And the song ends, he'll tell you what, why, and when. I tried him. I know him. He's never failed me yet. I tried him. I know him. He'll be your constant, constant friend. There could never be a friend as dear to me as Jesus. I don't, I, don't, I don't hear that song sung much anymore. I think it's about seven years old. But the lyrics say it all. You actually need a friend. I'm going to say it again. Though you may not have mastered that yourself, while you're learning how to be one, what you really need, is a friend. You're going to get sick one day. Lazarus got sick. Your family's going to be disarrayed. Lazarus' family was in total chaos. Death will come knocking at the door. And you're going to need a friend when death comes a knocking. Can y'all hear me? You're going to be a long way from help. Jesus was a long way, but he was cutting the distance short. You're going to need a friend when true help is a long ways off. Say yes. You're not going to know what to do. You're, the time is, listen, brother. Listen, sister. The time is going to come when you really don't know which way to turn. You don't have an answer. You don't have a solution. Can y'all hear me? Oh no, you're fine high right now, but trouble has an appointment at the door of your life. And you need to be glad that before that time comes, you got a friend. And if you're there right now, God sent me to tell you, you have a friend. And the friend will be with you until the end. And Jesus said, while they're trying to learn how to be a friend, 
I am your best friend. Say yes. Come on and say yes. You got it all twisted, but this is a time as we think about Jesus to get it straight. You, you, a lot of people say they know him. You don't know him until you know him as your friend. Say yes. I said you don't know him until you know him as your friend. The thing about this language that is so interesting, I would expect Jesus to say that I'm his friend. But Jesus says he's our friend. How, how, how much more humble can you be? Now, he has been sick. And he has been sitting down when Mary and Martha were either listening or cooking. He has the scars of death because leprosy was considered an evidence of felonious sin. He is full of need. He is helpless. And yet Jesus calls him our friend. Do you know that he is that close to you, that compassionate? Do you know he's so sensitive that with all of your weaknesses, he calls you his friend? You ought to, you, that ought to, that ought to, I'm about to leave, I'm about to leave. No, no, I got to go. No, 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 but I got to tell you that no matter how many times you failed him, he still calls you his friend. No matter what's wrong with you, you know something wrong with you. Why don't you lift your hand and say, I know something's wrong with me. Out of all that's wrong with you, he still calls you his friend. Even though you've had your share, your share of detours and turns, he is such a good friend, he lets you Call him friend. I'm about to leave y'all. You're wrong. Joan of Arc is not Jonah's wife. Sodom and Gomorrah are not two people who got married. Moses was not one of the 12 apostles. Epistles is not the wife of the apostles. Meshach is not who walked around Jericho. And Song of Solomon is not a Christmas carol sung by Mary to the baby, they found that many college students, that was the answer they gave. They had it all twisted. They said they read the Bible and did not know that Sodom and Gomorrah are cities. They are not sisters. Joan of Arc is nowhere in the Bible. And Jonah's wife is never mentioned. The epistles are letters. They are not wives of apostles. Say yes. Moses was the lawgiver. He was born before the apostles. Mary, Mary, Mary just heard the angels' message from the shepherds. Joy to the world. Peace on earth. And uh, there was no Christmas carol in the Song of Solomon. I just want to remind somebody. Somebody say yes. He wants you to know who he is now my time is up and I don't have time to sing one of my favorite songs from childhood but um may I remind you of what you probably already know uh, every mm, 
every yes Lord every everybody ought to know who Jesus is I wish you'd wave at the prophet and say say it again everybody ought to know who Jesus is he's the lily of the valley he's the bright and morning star he's the fairest of ten thousand but can I add here's your best friend Lazarus ah, Lazarus he couldn't even hear him call his name he was sick the old timer said he was sick and couldn't get well maybe you've been sick maybe you've had high sugar maybe like me you had cancer maybe you've had a heart condition maybe you've got a blood infirmity but there is a greater sickness than the sickness of the flesh sin that's your real sickness lying that's your real sickness depression helplessness that's your real sickness cussing that's your real sickness fornicating that's your real sickness gambling that's also your sickness say yes sleeplessness hopelessness joylessness peacelessness shame guilt condemnation but Jesus bore in his own body all of our sins and by I heard you talking by I heard you telling it by his stripes we were healed why don't you say we were healed you don't have to know who he is but he already made your healing available you may be moving down the wrong highway but he's already laid the foundation he's already i'm coming in y'all open up the way what more what more what more what more can he do you need a friend praise the lord Woo! all of our faults saw our need we need you Lord we need you 
And I lift up the souls and the night and the hearts and the lives of everyone who joins me in this moment of communion with you. Lord, I want to be a follower of Christ. After all the friendship you've extended, incomparable friendship, friend that sticks closer than a brother, friend who laid down his life, you said, for your friend. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man will lay down his life for his friend. And if I have power, you said, to lay it down, I have the same power. Take it up again. I'm so glad, Lord, during this Lent season, as we're focusing on you and getting to know you better and renewing our walk with you, you are our Savior. And the evidence that you are our friend is your healing power. And right now, there are those that actually are aware you need healing. We get requests every week, every single week. There's prayer every day. But in this moment, we lift up those that know they need your healing touch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in this moment of connection with heaven, let healing be released. In the way that you know is best, heal, Lord, the spirit, the soul, the body. Brother Blackman reminded us you healed of all diseases. You healed everyone. G. Patterson reminded us if you can have it, God can heal it. Let your healing virtue that came on the cross, let it be in our spirits, in our souls, and in these frail bodies. And we believe we are healed. And we believe we were healed. And we know that we shall be healed in every way that you provide. Thank you, Jesus. As if you know your...